from an Airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. Welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Funky Monkey Inn in Afton, Oklahoma. And a little bit later on, one of the best film schools on the continent is right here in Oklahoma. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So big news. Big news. You went to Horror Fest, Horror Con. Horror Con. What is it? 2022. It's OKC's Horror Con. It's the Southwest's premier horror attraction. Until nightfall, haunted uh, haunted territory opens up here shortly. But spent some time, a couple hours out there at Remington Park with my people, with your tribe, with my tribe. I mean, it's, there were Michael Myers everywhere. There was a little a, a, a brother, I think, a, two brothers. One was the little Michael from from Halloween One, and then the other one was the grown up Michael from Halloween One, the original from seventy eight. Had lots of fun. Bought a couple t-shirts. I didn't go. I didn't go as crazy as I thought I would. My foot was kind of gimpy because I was busy trying to get to my grandbaby. Yes, you have. <laughs> I have a grandchild. You have a child. Uh, a grandchild. A, a grandchild that is going to be what two years yes, younger than, than my, your current children, and they will be his uncles. Yes, it's a very strange situation. And you know what's funny? When you have kids, especially when you have small kids, and you're kind of watching your older kids handle their babies, you can't, you, you have to try to resist the urge to go, let me show you. Let me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How to not to jump in and kind of take over. So at one point, I, me and, me and Tara were just kind of holding ourselves back to keep from jumping in there and going, let me show you how it's done. Cause I mean, the reality of it is, we're, if there was ever like a tech support that was more qualified, <laughs> it would be the most unlikely candidates. A couple of mid forties that are still raising small kids. You have like your own barrel of monkeys. Here's the situation. We don't have a lot of friends with, with kids that's, we don't have any friends with kids that small. You don't have any friends. I really don't <laughs> have any friends. Because once you have once you have children, you run all your friends off. Well, you're you, you're the un. You're like, hey, you want to hang out? Uh, a kid. You're like, do we ask him if he got a babysitter, or you just tell him no? So I think we're just going to become friends with Maddie and Caleb, and then just all of our kids just grow up together. <laughs> I don't know, but it's it's a lot of fun, and I'm really looking forward to it. So that's what I've been up to. That sounds like more than you bargained for. Yes, and you know. I need a, we're going to need a break. Well, I have a place where you can get away from it all. A nice little bed and breakfast. A little Calgon. In a gorgeous part of the state. Oh, yeah. So today we are talking about the Funky Monkey Inn and Bed and Breakfast in Northeast Oklahoma and Afton, Oklahoma. It is gorgeous. Like, it is stunning. You have stunning. to look at the pictures. We'll put pictures in the show notes. It's earned the tagline of the bougie B&B. It's got a kind of classic southern style wraparound porch. It really does. Which looks like every 50s movie you've oh, ever yeah. seen. I mean, it just looks like you could put it on like a cake topper. It just looks like the kind of place where you would walk by and somebody would yell out, Howdy, neighbor! You know, or a right. good place to sit down and oh, read yeah. a book. Or just sit and watch the wildlife or enjoy just a, you know, a beautiful Oklahoma day. It's got picturesque grounds, like the yard 
is gorgeous, and they've got lots of room for activities there at the B&B, and we'll talk about some of the other activities that are available in the area, but inside, it's something else altogether. It, it really is. What's When you look at it from the outside, again, it kind of reminds you something like off the cover of Southern Living Magazine, like the grass. You, I may or may never talk about this. There's this, what I call barefoot grass. Mm-hmm. That looks like it just it's cool year round and you just want to run around barefoot. Right. This is it. They would probably tell you to leave if your dog whizzed on it. I don't see a yellow spot anywhere <laughs> on this yard. But yeah, every and you know the thing about it is once you get inside, it's even better than yellow, you know we just talked about it. But every room has got a little bit something different. Well, the, all of the suites are themed. There are six suites. They have a, a geisha suite. Um, they have an easy rider suite, which is all motorcycles. It looks cool. Uh, they've got a Sex in the City suite, a Law and Order suite, an Out of Africa suite, and a Pretty Woman suite. Wow. But the rest of the house is cool as well. It's got a huge fireplace in the, in the uh, family area or in the... Uh, what's a, what's Four the... Foyer? No, I'm kidding. That's not it. <laughs> I just wanted to... This looks like... It, this place looks like it has a foyer. It does. And a veranda. It, I think technically it does have a veranda. But each room has access to a shared landing area, which includes a coffee bar and a place to socialize. Or you could probably play one of the bougiest poker games in history. So I was looking at the, the Easy Rider room. It's got this really cool, almost gothic-y looking bedspread. And it's got a freaking looks like a saddlebag on the door. I mm-hmm. mean... It looks like you could get into some serious trouble in there. I'm just saying. It looks cool. <laughs> All of it looks cool. Look they cool. also have a basement that has like game night entertainment. Yep. It's got a large movie room, a snack kitchen, a tall, a big Elvis. It's good. They've got a big Elvis in there. Dude, there's so much weird art in this place. I think it's really earned the name Funky Monkey. I do too. So the host though prepares a hot meal every morning for all the guests. Dude, it looks amazing. The food there looks great. I'm sorry, but I'm a sucker for hot muffins or... I'm I'm a sucker for a little time away from the kids, man. You could say, here's your... You could give me one of those little cereal bowls and like a little carton of milk. As long as I'm... <laughs> you know, as long as the kids are safe. Yeah. And I'm here and they're... I love them. I love Here's your bag of donuts. Here's your donuts, guys. Ready to go lay down. And it would be a great place for you, you and Tara, to, yeah, to go to and get away. to get away for a weekend. I think we'd also. There's a lot of other opportunities as far as I see. You know, from my perspective, mm-hmm. I think it would be a great thing for like a corporate group for oh, yeah. like business meeting. If you wanted something completely out of the ordinary, a business meeting held in this place, I think, would be amazing. Or stage an intervention. I don't know. I mean, it's, it looks like a multifaceted facility. I, I think it would be great for like small wedding parties, bachelorette parties, small family reunions. Again, it's only six suites. So if you have that huge family with, you know, branches going all the way back and back to, you know, the old country, this is probably not the one. Right. But I think, you know, for a small family reunion, you know, 15, 20 people, I think this would be awesome. Uh, and it's like I said, Every room is so unique. Hell, I'd stay in the pretty woman room for crying out loud. I think you'd probably fit right in. You're, you're probably right. I'm a little sensitive. But as far as the location, yeah. they are right in the thick of it to explore Monkey Island or just the Grand Lake of the Cherokees in general. Yeah, Grand Lake's a beautiful, it's just a beautiful part of the state. 
It is, and there's a ton of stuff to do there. I mean, golfing, shopping, dining, fishing, boating, horseback riding. The Daryl Starbird Museum that we talked about is not far from there at all. As far as some of the things that you want to keep in mind, they do have a two-night minimum for weekends and a three-night minimum for holidays. Yeah. But if you want more information, check out their website, funkymonkeyin.com. And coming up after the break, one of the best film schools in the country is right here, okay? School's back in. Sports have started. Softball is killing me, dude. It's that time of year again. But I am going to say, I've got a softball shirt. And? A softball dad shirt I'm super stoked about. But they only have two versions. Really? For the parents, you know, like for the boosters. They have two versions. One of them is not cool. How do you become a booster, though? I think it's just part of the group, you know, like the parents. Oh, the, they're the boosters? Yeah, I always, thought, I always thought of boosters as being like millionaires. You're pretty humble for a millionaire. Yes, I am. For all of the millions of dollars that I and have, you, I'm very humble. And that you, that you spend on kids' I'm sports. I'm the humblest millionaire that you know. <laughs> but back to my original point, they only had two options. Yeah. And I got lucky that one of those options didn't stink. I don't understand how you can have a, 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 a piss-poor design for a kid's t-shirt. I think it's super important that if you're running a ball club, yep. that you have designs that family, the fans, are willing to what not only wear but to buy. Right, and if you're in a if you're looking to upgrade, if you guys are looking to up your game just a little bit before the game, give Ronnie Davenport over at Tellboard Apparel. Just give him a look for crying out loud. Absolutely, he can embroider your logo directly onto just about anything, screen print on just about anything. But more importantly, he can do those logo upgrades. So check him out. You can give him a call for a free quote. It's 405-517-2174. Or check him out on the web at tailboardapparel.com. Well, the best film schools in the U.S. and Canada ranked by moviemakernews.com. The state of Oklahoma. Made the list. Made the list. They're at the top of the list. You know, the thing about this is... What? I spent a couple of semesters at this school. Did you really? Oklahoma City Community College. Oh, I, I didn't know. I was going to say you're going to surprise me and tell me you're a film student. I did not study film production. I was just trying to make up some credits, and their pricing was very attractive at the time. It is very attractive. But listen, your days of having to go to the East Coast or pack it up and, and become a waiter at an L.A. restaurant, handing out your, you know, your 10 by 9 glossies, to Steven Spielberg while he's trying to eat his spinach artichoke dip <laughs> are over. Okay, OKC trip. Graduates and students have worked on some of the biggest productions that are out or not out. Yeah, the uh, Killers of the Flower Moon I, and apparently the Paramount series Tulsa Kings are both worked on by students of this club, this course. It's amazing. As, as a matter of fact, Gary Fredrickson, he is one of the faculty members. He won an Oscar, uh, won an Oscar for. Godfather 2. Thank God it wasn't Godfather 3. <laughs> Speaking of sequels, sorry. Godfather 2 is still the best sequel. I don't disagree with you, but it's it's definitely interesting, and it's something that I think, again, this is something that's flying under the radar. It's a two-year course. A two- I mean, it's nothing. The thing that I like about this, A, like I said, I was a student at OCCC, $125 a credit hour? That, that's dirt cheap. They've got a class of under 200. Under 200 for the 
for the film school for the film uh, for the film program. Right. I mean, that's a lot of hands-on, in-person mm-hmm. time with those professors. Yeah, you think of an average class on something like psychology. You're like, Mister So and So, and he's like, uh, "What was your name again?" Like, dude, I took <laughs> multiple classes at OU where. I'm pretty sure that I was probably one of 200 in the room. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so for $125, an opportunity to not only... $125 a credit a hour. A credit hour to get hands-on training and, and touch some of the best equipment in the business. Yeah, I think, I guess basically after your first semester, you're kind of set loose Yeah, with industry-level digital camera oh, and yeah. audio equipment and editing and sound equipment dude that's amazing listen I'll, i'm just gonna i can say it because i'm well out of the, the course and the course is over it's not it's a restaurant supply now i went to broadcasting school mm-hmm. for 16 weeks and touched some of the oldest equipment in the business and paid twelve thousand dollars for 16 weeks yeah and then went into radio, and they went, why did you pay to go to, to, to <laughs> broadcasting school? I was like, because I didn't know anybody. Uh, <laughs> hindsight is $125 per credit hour. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm seeing right here. Uh, it's a great story. It's great news for the state oh, of Oklahoma. Yeah. And I think if, you're, if you have any interest in the movie industry or movie or te- television industry, mm-hmm. You don't have to go far. And for value for value, try it out if you don't like it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would agree with that 100%. Uh, we, we'll have a link to the news story in the show notes as well. And if you go to film school at OCCC, let them know you heard about it on the on the, on the OK show. <laughs> you, you think we're probably a big selling point <laughs> yeah. for the Oklahoma City Community for, College hey, Film never School? Know, you never know. You never know. <laughs> I think more importantly, if you're out visiting any of the travel and tourism locations throughout our state, definitely let them know. The Only in OK sent you. Absolutely. And tell your friends about us. This has been The Only in OK Show. I'm Brett. And I'm Harley. And we're out of here. Peace. And coming up after the break, we've got the... And coming up... God darn it. Hey, and coming... All right. So we, we talk real fast. Just, we talked about Predator. Yes. Prey. Prey. So somebody posted this. They said, hear me out. A Predator film set in feudal Japan starring Hiroyuki Sonata. You know who he is. I know you do. Mm-hmm. He was... Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a disgraced Ronin who has to hunt down the Predator after he fails to protect his master from it. Uh, it's a good idea, man. Yeah. Good idea. Uh, what's the guy's name? The comic book guy? McFarlane? No. Um, Actor or creator? Stanley? Jay and Tully, Silent Bob guy? Mm. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Yeah. He had a movie canceled. He did? He had a, he was working on a comic book, um, like kind of back shelf comic book movie, hmm. and they killed it. Really? Yep. We know the, the new guy, whatever, came in and killed well, it. Well, okay, the 
the Game of Thrones thing that we talked about is still going. Yeah. I just saw a promotion. I did too. I haven't axed it. Well. And the Blue Beetle movie that is scheduled, still tentatively scheduled, um, somehow it managed to sneak past the security office, but it's coming out, uh, I guess, 2023? Yeah, 2023. So not everything has been... Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. What are you looking at? Long Night Prequel was canceled. Yeah, no, dude. HBO canceled Game of Thrones prequel, even after spending $30 million. Is it the Jon Snow one? Because they're still promoting it on Facebook, it coming out on the 21st. They, House of the Dragon isn't the only Game of Thrones prequel. It is the first to make it to the screen. Okay. Blood Moon... Um, entered in development, $30 million pilot episode was made, canceled. Canceled. Mm. I just, man, that's a lot of money, what they spent on um, Batgirl. Yeah. A lot of money. I mean, I wish I was in the position to go, meh, we're going to write that off. But was it you, or did I hear this somewhere, that there is a clause somewhere, it's a Hollywood, something, a clause in a contract that you have to, or you're, you can write off a certain amount of money every. And if they actually get a bigger return if they go snip snip than if they just went ahead and went with it. I don't know. Yeah, it's like Strange a Adventures was the Kevin Smith movie mm-hmm. or movie that was in the works. Mm-hmm. Uh, revolved around Bizarro, the Wonder Twins. Are those what, the ones that have got the axe? Aquaman and the Lo- Lo- Lost Kingdom. Hmm. Pushed back to 2023. They say it's still happening. They think it's still happening. God dang, man. They're cutting everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery confirms kids, content <coughs> cuts, uh, layoffs. I mean, it's like, seriously? Yep. See. They also, the HBO Max also announced that they are no longer guaranteeing 45 days after release in theaters. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I know they, I think Batman waited till the last second second to come to, to HBO Max. It doesn't make any sense. What, what to, to do that? Like, well, there for a little bit, they were doing it concurrently. Yeah. Which doesn't make any damn sense. It makes sense. no sense. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, I don't know if you noticed that Disney, and I know you're not a Disney Plus guy, but no. they've upped... Their subscription fee, and they're also doing what Hulu's done and what Netflix is about to do. Ads. Ads. they got to make money somehow. Dude, I'm sorry. You, they make enough money. Well, I know. The but problem is that they... they I, I said that. I was being sarcastic. Yeah, no. It's, it's the reason, the fact that they started making money and then started spending money, like the trajectory of what they were making oh, was yeah. always going to go up. Yeah. Like... You run out of people. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like when you start spending $250 million on a production, how many people do you have to have watch your, pay for your streaming service before you run out of $250 million? Well, that and how many, <laughs> the, the executive producer list is a freaking mile long because of all right. the money they've had to borrow. Mm-hmm. But somebody, I heard somewhere that. Who is it? Dubai is like a major investor in Hollywood. They throw a ton of cash at movies. China does, but they also probably steal ten times as much as they 
pump into the actual system. There's that. Yeah, when you have two billion people watching everything bootlegged. Oh yeah. Like I'm thinking there might be some financial. Well, and you know, and I'm a physical. I'm the other thing that's hurting is physical media. Physical media is really strictly for two types of people anymore. The kind of people that don't have any cable or streaming service. Which, that's like four people. That's like four people. And then collectors of collectors of physical media. Yeah. And it hasn't, and it's still, it's still not any cheaper to buy a movie physically as it is digitally. I don't know, I, I don't... It doesn't I, make any sense. It doesn't, and you and I have been talking about this yeah. since Voodoo came out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Now, I will say... Voodoo's got pretty good, you know, I go through there about every once every couple of weeks on the weekends because they have their weekend deals to see if there's anything. I'll buy some old movies for like four ninety nine. But I, I've said it before, so I, I'm being a little repetitive. Sure. But I've yet to see the 99 cent bucket on, on Voodoo. On Voodoo, yeah. I'm sorry, there are plenty of movies out there where the price should be 99 cents. I mean, Jimmy To Chris, own it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, you've made money, you've made all of the money on this a hundred times over, a thousand right. times over. I'm sorry, but Red Heat yeah. needs to be 99 cents. There are two people from the cast that are still alive. I shouldn't pay $20 for it. Right. I mean, yeah, I get it. Because you're not, the other side of it too, you're not offering me, you're actually offering me less for the digital, digital stuff. I don't get the, you know, the director's cut or the theatrical or whatever. Or the outtakes or the behind the scenes. Right. Well, a VHS tape used to give you yeah. some bonuses. Well, and not only that, but you also don't have it if you don't have internet. Right. No internet, no no streaming. Right. I'm, I'm glad that you liked Pre- Prey. I keep wanting to say Predator. I liked it. Like I said, the only issue that I had is the fact that that girl got hit by a Mack truck like 19 times during that movie. And they should have just, they should have choreographed her out of those situations instead of pretending like a 90 pound girl can get hit by a semi truck and then get up and run a mile. But at what point in a movie that you literally have to suspend disbelief within the first, not necessarily this one, it was kind of a slow burn. Some character, they mm-hmm. wanted to get you to get a sense of who she was. Mm-hmm. Then we start. Then we see the the ship come in for the crash landing, but uh, typically your suspension of disbelief was is within the la- the first ten minutes. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Okay, but again, we're also talking about a predator movie that takes place three hundred years in the past. I, none of that stuff makes any difference, dude. Like literally, the body of a human being can only take so much damage. The first one, the reason that I think the first one still stands up better is because by the end of the movie, so um, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger was basically dead. Like right. he was beat to a pulp. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that tiny little girl yeah. getting hit by a 12 foot tall monster mm-hmm. one time is pushing the lines. So but one to five. I, I still think it, I think it's a good movie. It's a four four to five star movie. This is that 100%, one thing all in. But I need like if you you can ask me to suspend disbelief. You okay. can say okay, Here's an we're, alien. we're in a world where there are aliens that come to hunt people on the planet. Right. Great. I can do that. Don't just you you don't get 
full access to change the laws of physics in every other aspect of the movie. Right. As, if we've as a di- gag, yeah. if we've discussed in advance that she's there's something special about right, her, like she gets amped up by the light from the sun, right, and you know came from a different pl- then fine, yeah. But she's a girl. The only foreshadowing was she's a, a girl that happens to be a warrior. I also didn't like the axe throwing whip. Like, don't you didn't need it? It wasn't unnecessary. It's unrealistic. I promise you, you could practice that for 50 years yeah, and it, not do one of the things that she did. Well, and it's it's really, grand scheme, not practical. It's no. theatrical. It's not practical. Not at all. And unnecessary. Yeah. Because she would have been just as badass if she had to go pick up that damn axe every time she threw it. Yeah. Because, I mean, she proved that she could jump off a tree and slide underneath this and or hell, train the dog was smart. Train the dog to go fetch your freaking yeah <laughs> tomahawk for you, or have a whole belt of the damn things like uh, uh, the the Texas guy from the first movie. The oh, who had the yeah, chew yeah. in his mouth the whole time was uh yeah that was uh that wasn't uh, Jesse the body was it? He had the big Gatling gun. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, but you know, give me a bandolero a bandolero full of hatchets right right instead of the made like it doesn't work that way right like impossible to do what she was doing so those two things though and i'm fine with make it choreographed make it she's just faster than that guy Mm -hmm. i'm fine with that make it that you know she's just more in tune with her environment and can you know outmaneuver him in the woods yeah i'm fine with that but she's a 90 pound girl and she got hit by a Mack truck 25 times. I thought it was funny watching the French fur traders trying to take him on with their, when they had to, it's a funny, there's a funny story related to it. When they're shooting their muskets, mm-hmm. and it's like, then they've got to repack. Yeah. Like, there's no, you've got the, you've got the, the least advantage. Well, that didn't make any sense either, because they wouldn't have done that. Like, if you're from me to you, yeah. I'm not going to try to reload my musket. Right. I'm either going to run or I'm going to stab you. Yeah. Like, I'm not... Like, that didn't make any sense. But that's where the where my issue with the girl actually came from, is when the Predator hit one of the French dudes, he just died. And he should. Right. <laughs> he should have just collapsed. But that girl took, didn't. like, ten of those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, so I, I agree with you. I think it's a four, four, four... Four, five, five. I gave it an edge over the the original Predator just because of its originality and being the really kind of the best Predator movie in a great while. Like Predators was good. I liked it. It doesn't get near enough credit though. No, I agree. But I liked Prey. I, I still like the original. I still like Alien versus Predator. It's, it's, I hate to admit it, it's got a soft spot. It's always going to have a soft spot. It really is. Alien versus Predator Requiem. I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know who they put, like they got the, the guy who got, it was the third chair on CSI Las Vegas. And they're right. like, we don't have a spot for him. Has anybody got something this yeah, jackass yeah. can do? Or when they're thinking of the idea, they're like, all right, guess we're going to call it a day. Sorry, I'm late, guys. I, I got one. I got one idea. Just hear me out. I've been working on CSI Vegas. I got a great idea for Predator. Uh, <laughs> well, we got the money. What do you got? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, it's my. 
I don't know. I don't. I I own it somehow. I found it. I actually have Requiem. I don't know why. I have both of them. But I need to sit down and watch uh, AVP again. I I did not put it on my list of Predator movies because it's not a standalone movie. But anyway, three, two, one, and welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Funky Monkey in and after Oklahoma, and later on. It's going to be a little bit of lights, camera, and some action for you because there's a really the best moment. I had one. I had an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. Three, two, one. <laughs> 